Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Welcome home. This episode of Welcome Home is brought to you by DVC Resale Market. Thank you for joining us on episode 250 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. 250. Yeah, that's it. So we we have a giveaway, but a contest, but we'll get to that in a minute. I just want to tag on here with um, the sponsor. So what happened last week was somebody had a question about DVC in the town Facebook page, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Our town has two competing Facebook pages because you know how towns are, right? Yeah, like well, a, I have a neighborhood Facebook story. page, right? That's we do too. We do too. <laughs> yeah, we got the neighborhood but, Facebook page. I mean, our mm-hmm. town is is pretty big. In each of these groups is about 40,000 people. So oh, they're, wow. they're large. Um, but what I found interesting was that somebody had been talking about, they had been saving, saving, saving for DVC. You know, they had just finally gotten enough money. Um, but they were thinking about a cruise and things like that. And, you know, and then you know, people start piling in, you know, Hey, you know, that's not, that's a waste of your money. And, th- and then not I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> hold on a second. Mm. Said, Look, there's this, there's, you know, DVC resale has point swap. And it was interesting because I thought like it's Facebook. I thought everyone was going to be like, Hey, you know, well, who cares? Like, shut up. Like, and everyone was very receptive to it. Yeah. And, um, the, the, OP was like, oh, wow, I didn't know about that. That actually makes things a little bit easier. So there I was out in the wild plugging our sponsor. <laughs> out in the wild. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. you know, too. The wild like, of the inter- interwebs. <laughs> yeah. But those those Facebook groups for like towns and for neighborhoods get like really out of hand all the time. <laughs> and I, I thought I was going to catch some, you know. Catch some. No. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, you got receptive. lucky. Yeah, you, you, you absolutely got lucky. <laughs> Yeah, no. it can only do so much, right? That that's in those groups because you feel like you you want to help out even more. But I've learned my lesson in some of these groups. People have asked about things that you know, I don't know. Let's say swim team or this or something else or coming from New Jersey or you know anything like that. And I've been like, hey, well, just message me. And I, and then I was like, no, no more of that. That has <laughs> no, turned no into absolute disasters for sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's there's a lot of drama in my neighborhood Facebook group. It's uh, uh, our neighborhood's not probably as big as yours. Our old neighborhood had like yeah. 800 houses. That one had a lot of drama. The new neighborhood has like 80 houses, so it's not so bad. Yeah, and no got- pool or anything. Like most of most of the posts in the neighborhood one are people not picking up their dog poop. Yeah, uh, there that was, was an somebody, old neighborhood too. Yeah. Somebody posted yesterday of somebody's garbage overflowing on the side of their house, um, just like they had too much garbage. Out. Wait, you're allowed to have cans on the outside of your house? Yeah, they're they're on the side though. They have to not no. be visible. They have to not be visible. So. Oh well, yeah, the sides of everyone's house is what they would consider visible. In our yeah, they don't. They don't. I mean, technically, you know, they, they're visible, but they don't. Yeah, see, but, yeah, we can't get away with that. Yeah, Ours are in the garage. They took it from the side of the house. It was on the side of the house, and there's yeah. trash everywhere. And then, so hey, but listen, if you can take a picture of it from the street, then that's visible. <laughs> yeah. right? It's just, it's you know, people complain about fireworks. Oh, I mean, so I, I, I do complain about here. fireworks too. Oh, I'm the complainer about fireworks. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a main person on that post. I think I talked about it on the Wait. podcast a couple of weeks ago that somebody shot off fireworks on Christmas Eve at like, yes. uh, what made me move out of my night. old neighborhood. Oh. That's literally the thing. They were shooting fireworks in our neighborhood. And our houses were not that far apart, right? It was yeah, one of those neighborhoods. You know the neighborhoods, right? It's like, like my neighborhood. I'm on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. My house is fairly <laughs> Huge close. house. 
Yeah. But it's on 0.25, right? Yeah, yeah. And they exactly. literally were shooting fireworks, and they were going over the top of my roof yeah. on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, dude, you can't shoot fireworks over the top of my roof. Like, And then I was just like, I had enough of this neighborhood, and I moved out. That was the straw that broke my back was the fireworks. I, I found, Tom, a, I found we, a bottle rocket in my backyard. Good, sorry. Oh, <laughs> my we, we didn't talk about this on an episode. This was when we were playing mini golf. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, we had this conversation, but we then I realized. We did have this conversation, but was it all like, no. Yeah, the, the, this was this is while while you were playing or while we were playing mini golf. That's funny. <laughs> um, we had That's this whole conversation because yeah, I didn't remember that conversation. No, yeah, I, well, so I I found yeah. a blown up I found a blown up bottle rocket in my backyard, and it was right next to the to the outside wall of my house. So, which means it hit my house, right? Like it either hit my roof mm-hmm. and rolled down, or hit the, my siding. And I'm just like, like, listen, I don't want. I, I'm not against fireworks. I'm just against you doing fireworks after ten o'clock at night. Like. Make it reasonable. Like if you're going to – because I've shot fireworks off before in my oh, no, sack, I but I was done by 9 o'clock. I mean no. and we cleaned everything up whereas you know, some of the other people just like, make a mess and they just leave it there and like I, I don't know. I feel like subjective. if I'm going to complain about something, I can't do that something. So I refuse fireworks because then I can't complain well, about them. It's easy for me. They're full out banned in my city. Well, Nobody can shoot off fireworks. So, yeah. aren't they banned in North Carolina too? I feel like. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I, you know, I'm ten minutes from South Carolina, which is straight up lawless. So, I mean, <laughs> you can do anything in South Carolina. So, that yeah, they you just go across the border. You buy, you know, something that could blow your hand off, and then you bring it back. Like that's, <laughs> you know, I mean, Tom in New is Jersey, snitching on himself right now, everybody. I have so no fireworks well. in my house. I should mention that. Um, <laughs> he, he leaves it to Disney to do the fireworks. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I. I uh, I haven't done fireworks in a while. Actually, we we did them a couple years ago, but I haven't done them in a while. But not since my hey, daughter's uh, born. I think so. That went totally <laughs> off the rails. Yep. So that, like, it we, have to to, we have to get to our big two fifty announcement. Yeah. So um, what we're going to do is we are going to give away something from Shop Disney on the Dooney and Burke portion of Shop Disney. But don't get crazy. No weekender bags, right? Like it's going to have a limit on it. Um, we will continue to give you information on this limit. But this is the way it's going to work. There is going to be a word every episode. Three episodes we decided, this episode and two more right after it, right? So three in a row. You need to have those three words and you need to email us at contest at welcomehomepodcast.com, which I guess I got to set up today, right? That would be bad if I didn't. I'll make sure also, I Also, Damon, today. I think we shouldn't say when the word is going to be said. It could be the end of the episode. It could be the middle of the episode. Sure. It could be yeah, any time. So you got to listen. It could be any time. So you have to listen to the next three episodes. And like I said, after that third week, we'll have a two-week time frame to email this in. And then we'll uh, send – you can get to pick something out from the Dooney and Burke section of Shop Disney. Sounds good. I What's like the it. word this time, though? I don't know. We make it easy for the first one? Much. Shouldn't it be now? No, 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 I, no, I, no, no. We gotta, I, we gotta, I will get the word and then we will work it in. Don't worry. It's, yeah, we got we got to We got to wait till we got to wait till later. So they actually listen to the whole episode. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is happening right now. So I'm I'm figuring this out. Okay, you can't, that's I mean, so you can't put it all the way at the end because then people will just fast forward all the way to the end. Right. So you got to have it no. randomly in there. But I have right? to go and make this email. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem. I might as well do that now. <laughs> Okay, well, that's that's you know that's good. Uh, so I, I posted in the Facebook group. Uh, we there's not a lot of news this week, so we're gonna do kind of it's our two hundred fifty two hundred and fiftieth episode. Wow, I would love to know how many total hours of content that is because not all of our episodes are an hour long. A lot of most of them are longer than that. So I mean, it's got to be more than two hundred and fifty hours that we you know spoke on here, which is crazy. <laughs> it's a lot of time. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. not only that, but there's the. The sideshows. Well, the sideshows, yeah. Yeah. 
than the live yeah. shows and, and all that. Um, so actually, before we get into the questions, just uh, I know we are last week, we said I was going to do a trip report for my upcoming trip. So that's not for a couple of weeks. So I'm actually pushing that to or we'll, we'll do that next week because, yeah, yeah. We, we wanted to have some fun with listener questions here on this episode. Yeah, this is kind of I mean, you know, I was saying to the guys before the show, my wife always asked me like, oh, what are you guys going to talk about today? And I was like, truthfully, most of the time we don't know what we're going to say before we actually say it. So <laughs> like, that's what makes it fun. <laughs> that's what makes it fun. It's just kind of we start talking about fireworks and trash. Uh <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Brian asked in the Discord, uh, I have a topic I'd enjoy hearing you guys cover with all the tech needed to take full advantage of Disney World Vacation. Do you think it hurts the casual guest? On our last trip, we were there during peak season, and there were a lot of guests from Asia and Latin America. Almost all of them had paper maps, and no one used mobile order. I think someone not familiar with my Disney experience would leave the parks frustrated watching guests who take advantage of these services. We saw a lot of frustrated guests due to confusion from culture and language language barrier would, would be interested if others have seen similar. I, I feel hmm. like my opinion on this is I, I would agree with you if they didn't have people everywhere to help you, right? <laughs> like they have all those little booths, those guest experience booths that, you know, where they can help people. They have multilingual people all around. Uh, but also, like, I'm, you know, I feel like, and this is going to sound bad, but I feel like you have to do your preparation before you go. Like, if I were going to go to, like, you know, Hong Tokyo, Kong. Disney, yeah, like, if I were <laughs> going to go to somewhere in one of those Asian countries, like, I would research a ton beforehand. I would be prepared for whatever was going to be there because, truthfully, I'm the type of person, like, I like to be prepared for those kinds of things. I don't want to be in a in that kind of situation. I also, you know, I saw recently, and I, I thought this was interesting, I, I think I saw that Universal is eliminating paper maps completely and just going mobile. So, I, I, I mean, I'm surprised that Disney's even still offering paper, <laughs> you know? Like, at this point, they're still doing paper maps. Uh, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are moving just more towards only using apps and only using, uh, you know, phones. Um, but, you know, it, it's interesting, though, too, because one of the arguments, you talk about mobile order, one of the arguments against FastPass, right? If you watch that really cool FastPass uh, uh, thing on, what was it? What was the, what was the um, YouTube channel, Trevor? Um Oh uh, yeah, I oh, I've completely Why am I blanking on it? Too. Yeah, um yeah, anyway, it's not theme park tourist. Um No, 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 it's not. It's um oh gosh. I okay, I forget. Well, but anyway, well I'll I'll find it later. But it, you know, there's a really great like hour and a half long examination of FastPass where they like really dig down deep into why FastPass was you know, a problem. But one of the things they mentioned was that it was it was a really unequal thing, right? Because there were some people that knew really how to use it and take advantage of it. And then you had people that just kind of knew how to use it and were using it. And then you had other people that weren't even aware that it existed, right? And and had no idea how to use it. And so, like, I think you're always going to have that, right? And and I mean, I think, I don't know if the app will show up in different languages. I, I don't know. That's, I, yeah. Um, I, I would think it, it does, right? I mean, um, I It was on Defunct Land was the video. Defunct Land, yes. Yeah. If you haven't um, been on Defunct Land, go watch that FastPass thing if you have an hour and a half of free time and you're interested in these sort of things. Or just go on Defunct Land because they have like cool videos about like, you know, uh, lands that were either never built or things that were closed or, you know, like they've got lots of cool things. Sorry, Trevor, go ahead. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I was going to, you know, kind of reiterate what you're talking about with, you know, the language thing is um, I so my brother went to Tokyo Disney. So so he's been on the other side of 
the, um, you know, going to a foreign park where, you, where you're not speaking the primary language. And, and the thing about Tokyo Disney is that, you know, like Disneyland, they, they are multilingual. They do have a lot of stuff posed in, in English and Japanese, but, um, it still poses the same problem. Like if, if you're going to use an app, um, if the app is not published in your language, what do you do? Right. Be like, yeah. be, because, because the thing is, is that like you said, you know, it's like, oh, if, if I'm going to another country, you know, I will look up, you know, you know, how do I say certain things in this language? How do I, yeah. how do I, you know, you know, navigate, but you've only got so much time to do it. And, and, and there, there comes a breaking point where, you know, you don't want to spend, you know, months, like <laughs> months or, or years learning a language for, uh, you know, a trip that's going to last you like two weeks. Right. Well, but even now, so, though, Trevor, there's like tools. I mean, you could use Google yeah. Translate for live conversations. Like you could have, but you know, you know, know that the, I know, the, but like people should the, know. The, <laughs> like that's, but but the, the, this comes back to the point of of people using you know paper yeah. maps and stuff. Is even like, not everybody has access to those tools. So so even though you know, yes, there are translation tools and stuff, people don't always know that they're there, or or you know, they don't use them outside of of you know planning a trip. So. I can see where it, you know, you know, the, the this is where the, this question gets kind of interesting is that, you know, we're all approaching this from the point of view of, you know, well, in North America, everything is done this way, but, yeah, yeah. you know, in Asia and Latin America, the, you know, you can't assume that they're operating on the same playing field as us. Like, it's just, they're just not. And, and sometimes they're doing better than us. Like I, I know in, in some Asian countries, like, you know, you know, they know like QR codes are everywhere. They know to just, you know, scan and they, they use apps and everything's fine. But then there's other places where they don't do that stuff at all. And it's very foreign. And, and it's funny because it kind of gets into the same position. Um, I feel it's actually, it's not just people from other countries. It's also, um, I, I dealt with this in 2019 when I went with my parents was that, you know, older generation or people that just don't uh, adopt technology this stuff is a struggle for them too, because I remember like yeah. I was helping my parents and I was helping them set up my Disney experience and they were, they were very overwhelmed by it. And they were expressing their frustration to me that they're like, how are we <laughs> supposed to know any of this? Like, like they actually said, you know, if you weren't here, we would have had no idea how to do any of this. Like, like, and you know, they would have eventually figured it out, but because of how fast things move at Disney, you know, there, there would have been a lot of, things that they would have never done if, if they didn't have somebody who knew the app. So, you know, I, I feel like they're, you know, you know, to, kind of to the point about Disney, not, um, or, you, you know, them not getting rid of paper maps is that I think they acknowledge the fact that not everybody is moving at the same pace. And as much as we're, you know, I feel we're people that are on the bleeding edge and we want to see them move faster, but we have to wait for people to catch up. You know, it, to your right. point, Trevor, like my brother-in-law's parents, I remember they went to Disney during the pandemic when it was mobile order only, like when you could mm. only do mobile order and they had a really hard time with it. But, you know, I to me, though, again, I, I think Disney's really good about this, right? Like even when they were doing the mobile order only, they had people standing outside the restaurant showing you how to do it or they even had tablets where they could do it for you. Like and then, you know, with with, you know, all the Disney experience things, they have those booths that are all over the parks like to help people, with, you know, with these things. So, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I, I feel like um it's an argument between the anti-technology people and the technology people, right? Um, but I understand what you're saying culturally too. And and I actually just looked this up. They, Disney has park maps in five different languages. Um, 
So it's uh, what's it? French, Spanish, Portuguese, and I think I saw Japanese. Um, yeah, and then English, of course. Yeah, Spanish, French, uh, Portuguese, and Japanese. So I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming they're still they're still doing. And oh, German too. Sorry. Um, and so I'm assuming they're still printing them all. I mean, I can't remember the last time I got a park map, right? Like I I haven't gotten a park map in years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway. Uh, I mean, do they still? I mean, they still have them, right? I've seen people post pictures of them. I, 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 this is a weird like blind spot for me because I just have never thought to. I don't even look. Like, why would I'll, I even look? I will pay attention when I'm there because, like you, you know, I'm not even looking for the stuff. But I'm, I'm pretty sure they're under. Like when you come into Magic Kingdom, it's under the archway, like where the stroller rental is. I feel like they're around there. Yeah. But, no, I think that's where they are. Yeah. People sell these on eBay for what? <laughs> like, like what, who, who's buying a Disney park map on eBay? The same people that are buying soap from 1995 that was in a Disney hotel. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, this is, <laughs> this, there's a, there's a whole eBay account called maps of Disney and you, they sell for $5, the free maps that you get. Like, does this person just like walk up to like the thing every day and just like take a handful and like look both ways and hopes, hope no one catches them. <laughs> like, I'm sure they're not even worrying about people catching them. I mean, yeah. you, you really think the uh, cast members are caring if somebody grabs a handful of maps? I mean, you're probably right about this. Um, I mean, but like, look, it's 101 sold. Uh, I mean, 913. Now, I mean, there's like, that's just I mean, insane. Technically, they are limited edition because the maps are continually being updated. So, I mean, that's that's true. I, I just, I feel like these are going to be like stacked up in somebody's basement. Uh, like, this is like a hoarder thing to buy these and like, you know, just hang on to them forever. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> All right. All right. Damon, do you have any thoughts about this technology thing or no? No thoughts. <laughs> no thoughts. None at all. You prefer, I mean, you prefer, I mean, do you prefer technology or not technology? You're I not getting park maps, it, so I don't right? Care. You don't do anything? No, I don't do any of that. So really? I, I don't order food. I don't book rides. I don't do any of that. So for me, I have no idea. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. So Joe asked question for discussion on the next podcast, multifamily vacation options. Looking ahead to booking our next annual trip, there are some resorts where a two-bedroom and a one-bedroom are less points than a three-bedroom, and other resorts where two separate rooms are more or about even with a three-bedroom. Hoping you three uh, could discuss the pros and cons of planning a DVC multifamily vacation where each family has their own booking based on family size versus being under all under one roof in a grand villa. What do you see as the advantages, disadvantages? I feel like I'm about to do like a research paper. If you have the money, there is no benefit of all staying together. I don't care what anybody says. That's I my agree. opinion. Uh, meanwhile, if you're crimping for points, it's a different story. I mean, meanwhile, I'm doing exactly that in, a, in three months. But so. <laughs> are you worried more about your money, other people's money, or what or at all? I'm actually not worried about the money part at all. Like that that's not so even Then why the part have everyone together? Why limit your bathroom time? Because it's which equal. is always my high priority. There's, there's four <laughs> bathrooms in the Grand Villa. Like I'm not How many worried people? about that. Uh ten people. Then that's not enough bathrooms. But no, but each room Are gets people in each... bathrooms forty percent of the time. Yeah, like what is... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. I need a bathroom <laughs> for every four single bathrooms person. In there, man. No. <laughs> No, that's that's I, that's lots of bathrooms. I mean, not enough bathrooms. I mean, right now I could see three of my kids being in the shower at the same time. 
So boom, there's three bathrooms just knocked out. Well, we I'm talking we have three different families. So we you know so you have one, one bathroom for just so your the, family. Yeah, that's fine. That's we terrible. used to stay in studios all the time. Absolutely like, terrible. Okay, so so keep in mind, Damon, that's um it's three of them versus five in your family. Yeah, so well, I, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. That's I mean yeah. Like my family, we can get by with one bathroom. It, yeah. I, I agree with you that you know more is better, but um and when it's your yeah. family, it's also a little bit different. I will tell my kids, I am going to use the bathroom. Or they would be like, yo, get out of the shower. I'm going to use the bathroom. Like, there's a lot more discussion that can happen inside of your family. But outside of the family, I no, mean, that's not it. Plus, I just don't want to be around that many people all day. Like, I need, like, that downtime, that break. But that's why you have your own room. You're holed up know? in a room. No. Yeah. Yeah. That- I'm with Damon on this one because I, so when I was younger, we did do, um, so it wasn't at Disney, but like we would go and rent cabins and like, Mm -hmm. like a cabin could sleep like 12 people. And, um, I, I remember, you you know, it was with my, my cousins and stuff like that. And exactly what you're talking about, Damon, the, the problem is, is that, you know, it's great that you're all hanging out and whatever. And, you know, if you're all, you know, you know, you're going to the beach together, all that kind of stuff. But when, you just want somewhere to go and have, you know, you know, some of us just need quiet time or you need time disconnected from people. If it's you if it, you're relegated to a room, um, it's also not quiet, right? Like you're still hearing people. They're still, they're people still, are still bothering you. Like, even if you yeah. tell them not to, and not only that, I feel like for me, I go to bed early. My kids don't go to bed early. So now if we're all stuck in one room, that's, yeah. Tough. Hey, listen, that's just me. I feel like uh, yeah. it's, if I had my choice, I'd rather spend more points, have more rooms. Even when we go away with my parents, when we go to Disney, they get their own room. I mean, we yeah, literally I, live in I the same the house same now. <laughs> when, when my parents came with us, we we did that as well. Yeah. We, we had separate rooms because we all, you know, you know, my parents sometimes they they actually would leave the park earlier than us, and they wanted to go back Sounds to their like room. Me. Yeah, and we didn't want to be disturbing them. So. I, I don't know. I just find a certain amount of convenience with all of us being in the same room. I, listen, I, I mean, the same general room. We're not all. But what is the convenience room. for you? That we can all just leave together, that I don't have to go find people or have to, you know, like. I mean, you you understand, though, like when you book two rooms, you're probably booking on the same hallway, right? Maybe. Like, I mean, you don't know if, if you're going to have them close to each other. I've never had them. that problem. I mean, you, you request it if you're like that. Yeah. That's what I would do is I would make the room request that they're, you know, close together. Yeah. They'll they'll accommodate. That. Well, I also look at it this way, though, too. Like, so the we bought our DVC points to share with our family, right? We We bought them so that our family could go on vacations with us, right? And so if they wanted to do a separate room, we, we have talked about doing separate rooms, right? We, I mean, we've, we've talked about it and it's, it's possible, you know, we might still try to do that. I don't know. Um, it's kind of last minute. At this so point, you're but, paying for the whole situation with yes. your points. They're not giving you anything. Correct. Yeah. But then it is about money. Well, no, it's not, it's really not. It's, it's it's about money for them. Yeah, but we we have the point. Like I said, we bought our points. Well, you have the to, points. Absolutely. Yeah. But no one's giving you money. No, so no, we're not asking way different. Of course, you're not yeah. right, and that yeah. makes it way different, though. Because okay, Tom, ask me if I want to go on vacation with you. I spend no money versus spending money. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be like, all right, I'll, that's why I'll we do it with though. Tom for no money. Like, yeah, we want we want my daughter to to go on a vacation with and her cousins, absolutely, and, you know, and her grandparents, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, but yeah. it still is a money situation. Yeah, but I, 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 you, you're, you're right. But in, we never actually like talked about the money piece, right? Like it, it was never like, hey, we don't have the money to get our own hotel room. Can you guys do DVC? It was of course, literally because like you offered up front. 
Yeah. Which is very nice of you. But again, if someone's going to give me a free vacation, then yes. So the question begs, would it rather be three rooms or one room? But three rooms, I got to pay one room I don't have to pay. Now, all of a sudden, my bathroom issue becomes way less relevant if it's free. Yeah, yeah. No, I poop in the woods. Like, it don't matter at that point if it's free. Right? Like, please, please don't do that at Disney people. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> let's, let's not, let's not, uh, Wait, hold yeah, on. They, I, I, they I, will I, walk you off properly. You could, you could go to the, the communal bathrooms at that point. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just imagining <laughs> someone getting escorted out of the park by security and just going, Welcome home podcast told me to poop the, in the woods. No, 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 no <laughs> pooping in the woods, poop in the communal bathrooms, though. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so no, listen, I also, listen, I've always wanted to also stay in a, in a grand villa too. Like that was, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, you know, it's nicer than staying list. in a grand villa with 10 people, staying in a grand villa with three people. Well, I, I would <laughs> never spend that many points for a grand villa with the, for, for three of us. Like that's crazy. I, I feel that the same way about awesome. staying in one of the bungalows at the poly is I would, <laughs> I would love to stay there with three people, but it probably won't happen. I mean, you know, it's. <laughs> It's good. I think it's going to be fine. Uh, you know, listen. I'm sure well, it will be fine. That's not. Uh, there's definitely no issue. Yeah. But if you're asking me, and it comes down to the difference of paying, not paying. Like if I'm paying no matter what, then yeah, I'd rather my own room. The the interesting conversation that's going on right now amongst our group is who gets the master bedroom. Now you should why be is that even a discussion. Hold on. Hold on. Why, why hold, is it not you? Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Wait a second. <laughs> okay. So my family has three of us, right? And then the other family has four of them. And also they're bringing their nanny as well. So there's five of them. And then there's my in-laws. It's just the two of them, right? So if we were to to take the, 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 the main, you know, the master bedroom, then my daughter would have to sleep in one of the rooms with either my in-laws or with the, with, you know, her cousins and uh, my, you know, my, my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Right. And so in the past, when we've done these trips, we've always let the parents stay in the master bedroom. And then we have the one bedroom with my daughter and, you know, and because there's two queen beds in there. Right. So that's what we've done because that's the only way it really works. If there was a third bed in the master bedroom, it's not even a conversation, right? But it's just the one bed in the master bedroom. That makes it a little bit challenging. Do they not have a, like you could get a cot in there for your daughter. Yeah. yeah I, guess, I mean, we could do that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's, that's an option too, but I mean, it's like, why do that if there's a bed available though, you know, like well, it's, I mean, I, I would say the nanny's pooping in the woods at this point. Well, but. she's no, she's staying in the, in the living room <laughs> with the pull down Murphy bed. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Well, let's see. I'm not, we're not only paying for my, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, their kids and my in-laws, but also for their nanny to come too. So, <laughs> Um, but you know, that's, it's, we want I mean, the whole family together. So, I, I mean, to Damon's point on that, I, I feel like, you know, you, if you're the one who, you know, put up the points and again, you know, not like, like, you know, absolutely great that you did that. I feel like you should be able to call the shots on whatever the arrangements are. Like if, well, if yeah, you exactly. want to call dibs on the master bedroom, you should be able to do that. And, but, and this also goes back to Damon's point about, you know, when you're talking about different families, would it make sense just to split people up into different rooms if you're getting to that discussion? That's, that's kind of why we talked about it, right? Because yeah. it's like, you know, at that point, it's 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 just complicated because of the amount of people, right? We we need two beds. My yeah, in-laws need one bed. You know, the other ones need two beds, right? So it's yeah, it just it just becomes a little complicated. That's the other challenge of having everybody. You know, more people makes the conversation more complicated. And and I that's get you know you're doing this because you do want to stay in the Grand Villa, and you know absolutely you know, by all means, 
but you know, I think it, it, it really does come down to your personal situation and what, you know, you know, back to, to Joe's original question is, you know, how, how would you split this up? Well, that depends on what your family or your group of families is willing to tolerate. And, you know, you guys need to have a conversation. Like if, if, if there's not a, if there's not a group chat set up and, and y'all aren't talking about this stuff now, you need to start doing that because we've been there's one person. <laughs> we've been texting. Um, I, yeah. Well, I know, I know you yeah. are, but I'm saying to, to like Joe, you know, if, if he's not having that conversation, oh, yeah. you gotta have that conversation now. that, you know, you know, if there's just one person planning this and they're like deciding for everybody, that's going to fall apart instantly. Like, yeah, you, you need to, you need to talk through this stuff. If you got multifamilies. Well, it's, it's also interesting an interesting thought though, too. Like if I were to say, okay, let's book three separate rooms, right? Let's book three separate rooms for this. Am I paying for everybody's rooms? Because it's 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 like a different. It's almost mm-hmm. like a different thing when I'm getting one big room and they're like, "Hey, everybody, come stay with us." But then if we're all getting separate rooms, it's like, so I'm just going to book everybody's rooms for them. I'm going to pay for everybody else's room. Like it's a different. I don't but know if it was the same amount of points. It feels different in my head, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm paying for them to go to the. Whereas now I'm just like, oh, I got a room. You guys come on over. You know, come stay with us. Instead, I'm purposely booking a room just for them. You know that I don't know. It just feels different, even though it really isn't. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, yeah, am I, 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 I get it. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's perception and all that, but yeah, I I, I still feel if you, if you're the one you know, putting the points up, you yeah. ultimately like you, you get veto power is my opinion. Oh, no, I, I agree with you. <laughs> and and in the past, like I said, we've decided that the, the, that the parents get to stay in the master bedroom and that listen, is it kind of frustrating with that? It's our points and that, you know, we're not staying in the master bedroom. Sure. Like, you know, like we should get to stay in the master. It's our points. We pay for them. But at the same time, it's just kind of what works out. And if like they had that little pull down bed in the master bedroom, you know, from the from like the mm-hmm. dresser, like we would 100 percent stay in the master bedroom. It's just we're all for whatever works out the best. And us staying in the same room as my daughter is what works out the best right now for us. Um, but, you know, we're we're figuring it out. So, I, I mean, I'm not you know, I, I don't know. There's a lot of options here, I think, that um, that you can take. And obviously, I, I hope I think we've answered this question just by discussing it. Right. <laughs> like. I I think so, but yeah. but again, we're, we've answered it from your point of view. I I think I think Joe needs to have some some talks with people because he's actually he's in the same boat as you that he's doing all of the booking. Yeah. Um. So I, I feel you know whatever he decides, you know he he gets you know he should take everybody's input to make sure that you know he's trying to work with people, but. At the end of the day, he gets to decide what the final configuration looks like. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, like like you said, Trevor, if you're not having a conversation about how this is going to work, you should probably do that like now-ish, you know? Yeah. Sooner than <laughs> um, later. Sooner rather than later. Yeah. I mean, I I wish we probably – we probably should have talked started talking about this sooner than we did. It really just kind of came out to be like, a, well, we're just going to book a grand villa and everyone can stay there. But, you know, we didn't really think of the logistics piece of it, you know? It was more like just, hey, let's just let's just do this. We were going to get a grand villa. Let's, you know, let's have everybody stay together, you know. But yeah. at this point, I don't think there's, you know, a, 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 another room for me to get anyway. Everything's going to be pretty booked up by this point. So <laughs> especially since I'm going during a, a pretty popular DVC time. So anyway. Yeah, let's. Uh, so we had some more questions on the Facebook group, right? Right. 
Yeah, Dan has been begging us to do like wrestling segments for like years now. Yeah, I just I just read his question here, which uh sorry Damon, it's not gonna go on the golden button now. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um <laughs> uh let me see here. So Dan says, uh congratulations. See, like here's the problem with a wrestling question, Dan. I haven't watched wrestling for like 20 years. So like I don't even know who Cody Rhodes is. Couldn't tell you. It's like a new idea. I've, yeah. I, I, unless uh, unless it's Bret the Hitman Hart, I don't know anything about wrestling. And the only reason I know who Bret Hart is is because <laughs> he's Canadian. from Calgary. Yeah, from Canadian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's you know, you know your fellow Canadians. That's really what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I mean, so a Royal Rumble with Disney characters. I feel like we've done this. Didn't he ask us this before? No, I no. We've we've never talked about this in a wrestling context. I guess. Yeah. I wait. Um, so I, I, to take on Mickey Mouse with it. Why is Mickey Mouse the champ though? Like, I feel like Mickey it's Mouse. Should, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mickey I mean, Mouse should be like a heel though, right? Like that would be fun. <laughs> it's like he's Mickey, Mickey Mouse the the bad guy, right? <laughs> well, wouldn't it be Donald though that would be the heel? I mean, probably. I guess right. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I feel Don, Donald would fit that a lot better than Mickey. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, that's a good point. I, but you, I, I think sometimes. I mean, I remember when I watched wrestling, The Rock was you know pretty big, and I remember they tried to like make him a bad guy and like make him a heel at one point, and like, and like it didn't really take because people just like The Rock. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, okay, fine. So I guess Mickey has to stay as a as a. Uh, as a good guy. Yeah, so, so, so who would you put on the line to to square off against Mickey? I'm going pig okay. like Pete. How many times did Pete beats Mickey all the time? Well, right? wait, wasn't there wasn't there a Mickey short where they did this where where Pete was the wrestling guy and then they threw Mickey into the ring and then yeah and then yeah. Donald Donald ended up beating Pete because Pete smashed Donald's nachos. <laughs> Which one was that? Oh, I need to like, find was it. that an old one or a newer no, one? No, this was one of the this was one of the the Mickey the shorts. Okay, uh, one of the new Mickey shorts. I don't. Yeah. So, I, I don't so, yeah, remember they, that. They one. have done this. Okay, so so you haven't answered your question, but I think it's Pete, though, right? Pete's like the mortal enemy of Mickey, yeah. and he's got a side advantage. You know, <laughs> what's that? The episode's called Tapped Out. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I go Pete. Pete's my Pete's my odds on favorite there. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So going up against Mickey, he's not winning against Mickey, though. No, no. But like, so so that's just a that that's a uh, that's somebody to square up. But I, I think he's saying, who would you put as a favorite to win? Pete, but nobody wins against Mickey, though, right? Like no, no, nobody, well, oh, no, nobody's no, no. going to win I, against Mickey, though. I, I think in wrestling you can have somebody take the belt and then have him take it back. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think Pete would win. I think you know yeah. you, you have Pete win and then you have Mickey triumphantly take it back. <laughs> I was yeah, just thinking I, of a, I, I was just thinking to myself what other matches could I imagine, and I was thinking Donald versus Chip and Dale uh, for the tag team championship. Uh, we have Donald and somebody else. I don't know, maybe Goofy, but you know, Chip and Dale are always the bane of Donald's existence in all the old cartoons, right? So, I, I mean, listen, they have a, he has okay, a size I, advantage, but they're they're you know, they they they're they're tricksters. Those Chip and Dale. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel in the, in this case that the exciting thing to be would have the the dark horse because you know they they do the dark horse thing in in 
wrestling matches, you know, the person who comes out of nowhere and wins it, right? Yeah, yeah. In this case, it would be the Dark dark Donkey, which would be Eeyore. I think Eeyore, Ooh, okay, Eeyore yeah. coming in and, like, take it. And it would be funny because he, he would not, like, have any emotion about it. He would just, like, defeat Mickey and be like, okay, you know, I'm the champion. And then, Tig- <laughs> and then Tigger would run in from backstage and hit somebody with a chair, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is a ridiculous conversation. <laughs> I like it. Right. I, I I appreciate it. All right, let's. I hope everyone's do- visualizing like all of this happening. You're pinning Mickey for yeah. you know the belt. <laughs> well, that's you know, but they always do the thing you know where they. Uh, this is we're not really reaching a lot of our audience by talking about this, but they always do the thing where they like when they first pin them, you know, they they go you know for the two yeah. count and then they, and they yeah they, 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 up. they yeah. kick off and, yeah. <laughs> yeah so there's got to be a couple pin attempts. Who would the referee be? Mm. that's this uh, this is a good question who's the referee i feel like goofy would be a good referee (laughs) yes yeah um i think goofy's a good choice for that so yeah somebody somebody more like somebody who's definitely very neutral but yeah yeah Mm. i mean but he everybody's against pete though like nobody's nobody's rooting for pete yeah I'm I'm going outside of like like just like the mickey mouse universe i'm i'm going into like the extended the extended I, universe. Yeah, for, for some reason, the the fairy godmother. It seemed like <laughs> I don't know why. I, I feel like she would be a good ref. Interesting. That's that's yeah. an interesting thought. I I hadn't really thought about that one. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's not bad. That's not bad. Why don't we do our ad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll move right. on from wrestling and talk about other stuff. <laughs> and by the way, Damon had to leave us. He had a, a, a obligation. He Fam- about yeah, family <laughs> obligations took. Yeah priority which exactly. is all good so guys it's it's 2024 now we are we we still have our our sponsors from before i'm sure people probably skip over the the, the ads i know I, when i listen to podcasts i skip over the ads right but you shouldn't skip over this ad because if you love disney and you're interested in dvc you need to talk to dvc resale market who is a world of dvc company and they're the leader in the dvc resale industry with 13 former dvc guides and three former disney vacation club quality assurance managers if you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. And if you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2023 alone, DVC Resale Market helped over 4,400 families join or add on to their memberships. So go to dvcresellemarket.com slash welcome home. So it's really important that you do the slash welcome home. Or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you. So what other questions okay. do we want to do here? You know, I'm just, by the way, right. as we were as we were doing this, I'm just looking up how much it would cost me to do two separate rooms, do a two-bedroom and a one-bedroom instead of the grand. It is a lot less points. <laughs> hmm. Weird how that works. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's actually, uh, hmm, hmm, thinking about this. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um, listen, I'm, I'm going to talk to my, and there, there, there is actually availability at, at uh, Saratoga. So I, I could pull this off at Saratoga if I wanted to. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have some conversations here. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you need to talk with your group, right? Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. Anyway, so anyway. I, I, I actually want to touch. So, so Jeremy um, had an interesting question that is, it, it's kind of um, it, it's Disney, Disney adjacent, 
but so so um so so Jeremy says I've never been to a Gen Con, but I'm going this year as I'm trying to sign up for as many Lorcana events as possible. For anyone that doesn't know, Lorcana is Disney's um, current. It's a it's a collectible card game where it's like a it's like Magic the Gathering if if you've ever played a, a card game like that. Yeah. Um, so he's asking, have any of you guys ever been to any huge conventions like that? I'm from a very rural area, and I'm expecting it to blow my mind. So um, we. Or I, I guess I'll I'll take this first because um, so yeah Damon's not here and I, I know Damon's done a lot of the stuff he actually said that or he replied back to Jeremy and said he's done a lot of uh, a lot of these things so I'm sure he has the most experience here but um, for me um, we so we have um, uh, so it's not just like collectibles but but we have like a, we have a, a comic and video game expo here which um, it, it sounds like this is the same kind of thing where, you know, it's a, it's a big expo. There'll be a whole bunch of booths. There will be seminars, all kinds of stuff going on, which um, yeah, they're, they are definitely um, they're great places. I feel to, you know, if, if you're looking for something specific, like around a particular card game, um, it honestly, it can be, <laughs> in my opinion, um, the, these conventions can be 50, 50, like sometimes you'll get what you want out of them. Sometimes you'll go and you'll find that, that it doesn't offer you at all what you're looking for. So, so my experience is, is uh, I'm outside of, of Disney. My, my big passion is around video games. So I always go to these expos looking for like retro video games, collectibles around, you know, certain IPs, um, like, you know, Mega Man, Metroid, stuff like that. Um, and I found that going to some of these expos that um, I've had some where it's like, oh, you know, you know, there's people there, you know, there's artists, there, there's great people you can meet and you, you can get the opportunity to talk to people that, you know, sometimes are in the industry or that, um, you know, have connections to these things. And, and it's a great way to um, you actually can end up meeting people that you become friends with there, which is very cool. You know, kind of like how we became friends on this podcast by, you know, we all had the same passion around you know you know disney and dvc yeah yeah but um i've also had other expos where i've gone and i've walked around and it's like there's nothing here that i want like like it's a bunch <laughs> of you know you know people with booths you know you know there's art and stuff like that and it's like there's nothing interesting about it so so i i guess my thing about uh about them is you know you know you know go into it um go into it with tempered expectations don't go in saying you know you know assuming that you'll be disappointed but I wouldn't go in assuming that, you know, like it's not going to be like they're like a massive shrine to like Disney Lorcana in the corner either. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like yeah, that, that that's my experience with them. Like, like I said, I've, I enjoy them from time to time. But um, for me personally, like Damon, you know, you know, I I can go out and, you know, do stuff and interact with people. But I have a threshold where when it gets to be too much, I find that I just need to go find somewhere quiet and there's nowhere quiet to go at an expo. Like they're just, people are just on all day. And it, for me, it gets to be like, I, I can, I can go and, and, you know, walk around a floor for a couple of hours and then I'm done. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I have not done one of these. Um, I am not opposed to doing one. I, you know, I think it would be fun. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It should be. I mean, 
he's from very rural areas. Yeah, so I mean, it's you know, you're gonna, if you've never seen a lot of people in one place at once, yeah, it might blow your mind. <laughs> I mean, I've done other conventions, just not. I've never done like a like a Comic Con or like a like this Gen Con. I've never done any of those kinds of things, mostly because I'm not. This is really bad. I've talked about this before. I'm not like super. I, I don't think I have a fandom that I'm like obsessed with. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like I, I I like a lot of things, but I'm not. You know, I mean, I guess Disney, but like that doesn't that encompasses a lot of things, right? Like, so I'm not like I, I don't have a specific thing. I mean, I would love love to go to D23. I've talked about that many times. I mean, it's it's a different kind of convention, right? But you know, I would love to do D23. I think that would be super fun because um, that kind of falls into the place where where my fandom is is the is the uh, most I don't know fervent I don't know the the the, the most the it's- thing I yeah. It's the most bang for your buck, right? Like, yeah, it, yeah. it's something yeah. like, like, like I said, for me, that, that kind of goes back to where, you know, going to these expos is like my passion is around, is around gaming and specifically like retro gaming. So, so like I, I don't even go looking for like, you know, what's the newest game I'm looking for, you know, you know, weird, obscure retro games and stuff like that. And that's very specific too. Like I, I go to these things going, you know, you know, I don't expect to find anything. And I'm usually pleasantly pleasantly surprised when I do. <laughs> yeah, so I get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. All right, let's let's move on to Justin's question because I feel like this is mm-hmm. an easy question to answer. Do you believe that WDW should have a larger size of array of sizing for clothes clothing? I'm six five and need four XL for length. Yikes! <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's you're fair. a tall man. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, I simple answer. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. they should have more selection. I want for you, Justin, to be able to buy your four XL length shirt, uh, because you're six, five, that's, you're, that's very tall. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Cause my, my brother is also that tall and is your brother six, five, really? Yes, he is. He's, oh. he's way tall. I, I know you're, I know you and I have met, you wouldn't believe it, but well, you're my, like a good, my, you're, you're like six foot, right? You're taller than uh, I'm, I'm five, nine. Really? So yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he's, Yeah. He's he is way taller than me, and he he has this problem as well that uh, you know whenever he goes anywhere, he can't find shirts and stuff like that that fit him most of the time because mm-hmm. it, it, it sucks because you, you would think that you know Disney you know Disney's kind of leaving money on the table if yeah. you think about it like because yeah, there true. is a whole you know demographic of people that don't fall into small medium and large right yeah. And by the way, when I say when I said yikes before, that's like I'm just I'm impressed at how tall you are. That's amazing. You don't you don't meet a lot of six five people, right? Like yeah. So it's not. To, I wasn't trying to say it in a derogatory way. So please don't hate on me, Justin. I I want you to have bigger shirts. I, and I know we've gotten this complaint too in our store that we don't have a wide variety. I think there's just not a lot of companies that make them, right? Like I just, it's it's just not a you know uh, it, it's just a little bit tougher. I don't know. Because even like our t-shirt vendor doesn't have as many options, right? Yeah, it's it, it's weird how like like it, it's not like <laughs> it's not like there's there's not a lot of tall people out there. Yeah, right? like yeah, exactly. Like I or, or I guess you know maybe my my experience is anecdotal because you know I have I do have tall people in my family. Like outside of my brother, I have uncles that are like like same height as him, like like six four six five. So you know, I guess I've you know, when I look at my family, it's like, oh yeah, you know, you know, everybody's tall and, and I'm, I'm one of the shorter people in my family. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I just assume that, you know, there should be a selection of stuff out there for people that 
like I said, don't fit into small, medium, and large. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But you know, you know, Disney could pioneer on this stuff. They they could absolutely, you know, offer like 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 I know what you're saying that that you know you know across across manufacturers, you know, most manufacturers don't want to they don't want to go outside of the the common sizes because it you know there's I'm sure there's a whole bell curve on sizing that somebody figured out years ago that probably nobody's revisited. And that's probably yeah. part of the problem is that, that, you know, they've looked at averages and gone, Oh, this is the average size for a small, medium and large. And I'm sure, you know, people have just stuck by that, yeah. but yeah, I, I feel like, you know, this is something that Disney could look at. And, and, and I think part of it too, is that, you know, it, they, Disney doesn't, they don't generally manufacture their own stuff. Uh, yeah. they, and I'm sure, you know, anybody that's, you know, been to Disney in the last, you know, five or 10 years, you'll notice that, you know, they they always have stuff, you know, they, they partner with companies like, like you know, you know, Dooney and Burke or, you know, Loungefly for, for bags, right? Or, you know, for shirts, they'll have like an artist do stuff. But, you know, everything that they're manufacturing, they're, they're doing it through these third parties. So I think unless Disney comes to them and says, hey, I want you to make me, uh, you know, this particular size – the vendors won't do that. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. like it, it will, it would take Disney going to, to them and saying, you need to make it in these sizes because we say so. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which, which to that end, you know, I guess if, if you're getting, uh, you know, you know, if, if somebody's asking you to take the, the survey as you're walking out of the park, I would say, you know, go for it and make sure you put in there. You, you guys don't offer sizes that fit me. Right. And I think, yeah. I think if Disney got enough of that feedback, they may go back to their vendors and say, Hey, you need to offer more more stuff beyond the standard sizing. So let's start a petition. <laughs> well, it's not a petition. I, I think you just I think, you know, <laughs> tell everybody you know as you're walking out of the park to, you know, yeah. take that survey, right? You know, you know, yeah, Disney the survey. You know, you know, those surveys I feel are a good way for them to to get blind opinions on stuff. Whereas, you know, the, the problem with making a petition is that petitions get ignored. But like people that's don't take exactly. petitions seriously most of the time. <laughs> so, no, that's that's exactly yeah. true. Um, yeah, yeah, no, you're you're very right about that. Um, they do get ignored quite a bit, right? So, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's let's move on to Chris's question. Where would you like to see DVC build a new resort at? I think DVC should build a resort at every single park across the world. So I can, if I want to mm. go to Tokyo. I can go stay at a DVC resort there without having to do, you know, all the crazy exchange stuff, like do it everywhere. Put one yeah. resort everywhere. I mean, yeah, there's one in Nolani. So, you know, just go a little bit further across yeah, the ocean just, and yeah, just cross the yeah. ocean a little bit. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, listen, I, I agree. Want- I, I, I would love for there to be a DVC resort. So like in near one of the Asia parks. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that would, that would help with, you know, getting, it, it, getting it would me cut there. some of the cost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I would, I would love to see that as an option. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, I mean, that's all, that's all we got on that one. Right. So <laughs> yeah. Daniel, I think we've answered this question before, but wishful thinkings, any thoughts on the possibility to expand the Skyliner to animal kingdom, old Key West and Saratoga. Also staying at Kadani in August. I know you can't get to AK from there except for driving or bus. How hard would it be to put a walking path? Is it too far? Trolley. What does trolley mean? Just so you're saying add a trolley, anything but a bus. Two strollers with three kids on a bus is tough. I agree with that. I always, I'm the guy that's, you know, stand, 
you know, there's there's a thing that happens when, you know, dads with strollers board the bus. They get stuck in that little spot where, like, the wheelchair ramp is. And everybody, <laughs> like, gives, you know, you give each other the nod, you know. <laughs> You're yeah. dealing with the same thing with me. And I only have one stroller, but, you know. Like doing the frantic folds to yeah, you just do the to, folding, yeah, and you're holding on with one hand for dear life while you hope that the the the, the stroller doesn't go flying down the bus, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that that whole thing. Um, yeah. I will say, I mean, I think I I think it's not necessarily about. I think the walking path problem is just because of the animal parts i think the way that the the resorts are situated the resort is situated in comparison to the park okay would make yeah now we got to google about this <laughs> yeah no i think we've talked about doing this before right like we've talked about how it would be you know cool to do that but i think it's a it's a very short bus drive i mean it's it's just about as close as you can get right but um it's still a bus Drive, you still got to wait right. for the bus and you still got to get on the bus and you still got to get off the bus and yeah, you know, all that. So it's, I get it. I get what your point is there. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm just looking at, you got to look on like uh you got to look on the satellite I'm, view, right? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking at the satellite view. And so, so, okay. So there's animal kingdom lodge and the, the connector to, or the closest that I can see, or, or actually, okay, here, here's the first problem is that, where Animal Kingdom Lodge is, there is a whole bunch of open space yeah. for the animals. Like, like yeah, behind Animal Kingdom Lodge, there yeah. is just there is just like field for for the animals there. So first of all, you couldn't just go out of the back of the lodge. You actually would have to it would have to go out of the parking lot, which puts you back on uh, Oscala Parkway, which means you're literally just walking down the side of the road because there is no there is no direct path there, and there was also a lake. Between <laughs> you and Animal Kingdom, called and I just I just mentioned apparently it's by called the way, Black Lake because it, yeah. because the road next to it is called Black Lake Road. I do you really want to mess with Black Lake when you're trying <laughs> to get to, to, to Animal Kingdom? Do you really want to mess with that? Well, it, so and I just measured it to you about the Trevor from like the entrance to the entrance from to to uh, Jumbo. I'm just doing Jumbo, right? Like if we do yeah. Kadani, it's even further. It's about a mile. It's a it's pretty solid mile right there to yeah. go to the, from the, and that's if you get a straight line, which you probably would not get a straight line, right? Like, so it's, yeah. you know, I, I, as nice as it sounds, I, I think it would be kind of like uh, a long walk. And I think it would be kind of difficult because they have to build the bridge. Like you said, they have to, you know, work through some backstage areas too, which I'm sure they don't yeah, want you walking through the backstage so, areas. Again, the direct line, it, it actually, if you were to to draw from Kidani, the straight line there puts you in a parking lot behind Pandora. Behind Passage, yeah. <laughs> and you're, you still have to deal with Black Lake because you Black Lake goes along that Lake. whole side. Unless like, you made like a walking path like next to the roads. But if you did that, yeah, you're talking a really long walk, right? Yeah, like, I, I, I feel I feel the Skyliner would be the only real option to get across because because of how that terrain is around there like that's really the only way to get over there and then but then they also have to be careful about um or well i guess sight lines don't matter as much for the uh for the skyliner because because the because the way the skyliner comes in on epcot it doesn't care about like you can see backstage stuff you can see yeah well, so. even when you come in by bus from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom, you actually kind of drive through a backstage area. So you do 
see some backstage stuff already. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I actually just mapped out what a walking trail would look like. And it's over a mile. If you were to follow the roads, right? Like if you were ju- to just follow the roads, uh, you know, roughly it would be like well over a mile. So, I mean, I mean you know, you could do it, I guess, but it's really no different than going from the Polynesian to animal kingdom. Yeah. Like walking around the lake. Yeah, no, that's true. That's but- true. Again, I I wouldn't. That, that's like a last resort if I was going to do that. <laughs> that's, that's still a long way to go. Yeah, that's that's pretty far. That's pretty far. Yeah. So I listen. I I don't. I don't. I think it's you know it's nice and all right. Like it's it would be nice to do that. Um, but you know, I I don't there, think it's happening. There's a lot of physical logistics that would need to to change. But I will say, I you know, I we've talked about this a couple times. I'm very much in favor of a Skyliner stop there, right? Totally. Yeah. Very much I'm, in favor. Yeah. Sky, Skyliner back to Hollywood Studios would be the best. Uh, how great would that be, right? Put the Skyliner everywhere. Just get rid of buses. Make Skyliner everywhere. <laughs> just Oh, and you could even you could even have it stop at Blizzard Beach on the way there. There you go. Yeah. Between, you can, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, and then the last question we have is from Melissa. And Melissa also said, congratulations on the 250th. The show is great. And I'm glad you've been doing it so long. Thanks, Melissa. That's very nice of you. All right. So with so, Reese, go, you want to read this? Do, do, do we want to do the the secret word in the middle of this? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Do you want to do the secret yeah. word? Are you going to whisper yeah. it? Like, is it, is it going to, is it like <clears throat> Pee Wee's Playhouse where the I, word of the I, day? Are we all have to scream? Like, you know, do, do, do you want me? I, I could do my announcer voice. Are you, are you not doing your announcer voice now? No. <laughs> I mean, okay, I feel like on. your regular voice is just like an announcer voice. <laughs> I, I, I know I have the radio voice. You do. You've uh, got the radio voice. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Okay. We're doing it. So right, do it. <laughs> the secret word is tourist. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing PB's play. So, so write that down. We're going to have two more words coming after this. And uh, you don't, you don't have to submit this secret word, but you know, write this down somewhere and then um, give us all three words. It needs to be submitted to contest at welcomehomepodcast.com. Contest at welcomehomepodcast.com. Contest at welcomehomepodcast.com. And yeah, so that's the word. (laughs) So remember the word uh, and you can, you know, maybe get a prize. And maybe we'll send some hats out too. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm feeling a little crazy to the people that don't win. I'll send some hats out. Yeah. Yeah, Why not? We got some hats. We can send them out. Anyway. So Melissa uh, says with we re, we sell we sell yes with resale restrictions on all new DVC resorts when the 2042 contracts expire do you think they will impose restrictions if they sell them as new properties if they do won't that significantly reduce the number of resorts available for those without blue cards it seems to me that starting in 2043 six resorts and she lists them all uh, would will no longer be available to resale owners what do you think. Wow, that's a, that's a that's a really interesting question, Melissa. I think I have no idea what they're going to do with those twenty forty two resorts. Um, I've been wondering this for a long time. I just i I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I would think it would be crazy if they put resale restrictions on them, right? I realize we're eighteen years out from that happening. Yeah, we're not that far off. Hmm, it's not that yeah, far. That that is an interesting question. That I, I guess the thing is, yeah, once the uh, once the resorts expire. There's no reason why they couldn't re- redo them with exactly. new restrictions. They could, but I don't know if 
they want to. I I don't know. I mean, I, I, I get why they would want to, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's hard to say because you know a lot a lot can happen in eighteen to twenty years, and yeah. you know, I I guess the thing is, is the, the current trend has been, you know, we keep, you know, they, they did it on the Riviera, where like they're not going to do this again, and then they did it at the Disneyland Hotel, yeah, and they're doing it for Wilderness Lodge. Okay, yeah, right. So, yeah, I mean, uh, before Wilderness, you mean? Or yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, my my bad. Not Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness. Fort Wilderness. So hey, listen, you got to get that one right. That's a different. You're place. right. I I know. I in my head, they're all the same resort, but Fort Wilderness oh, is man. not Wilderness Lodge. Oh yeah, no, they're not. They're very because I walk from Wilderness Lodge to yeah, you can do, which isn't Fort Wilderness. But yeah, have you have you ever done the um? Have we ever talked about the the Surrey bikes? Have you ever done one of those Surrey bikes? I have not. I'm I'm aware of them, but I've I've never rented one. They're very heavy, and it takes a yeah. lot to pedal them. But we, my wife and I, did one from Wilderness Lodge to Fort Wilderness one time, and mm-hmm. it was uh, it was fun. But I was very tired afterwards, and my yep. wife's a little short and couldn't reach the pedals, so I mostly spent time doing it myself. <laughs> and, and steering those things does not look fun either. They're, uh, they're not that bad. I mean, I yeah, I'll tell a story another time about the Surrey bikes. <laughs> Uh, I had a lot of fun one time on a, a four person Surrey bike around the boardwalk. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but back, back to this, I, I mean, there, there's no, there's no telling, you know, Disney may change gears in the next, yeah. you know, 20 years. Like, like, I, I guess we don't know how many more resorts are going to be offered between now and then. And, and maybe they'll, maybe they'll keep the restrictions the same because maybe that'll be a selling point in 2042. Yeah, alongside whatever other resorts pop up between now and then. That's a good point. Yeah. I think we really just have no idea what's going to happen, right? Like, and I, I would love to say, hey, I think that they're going to, you know, make the restrictions on that too. But I don't know. It's I feel like it's a different scenario when you have resorts expiring, right? It's just different than buying into a new resort. So I, I don't know. We're going to have to see what happens. That's yeah, not I, a great answer, but I, I really it's I, I feel like if I speculate on it, I'm going to be like way off. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's a whole like thing around incentive for a resort yeah. that we're, we're not seeing like like they they can incentivize like, hey, you can buy like you said, you know, you know, buying a resort that's like, well, this this property has been around for 40 years, you know, but buy into it, but it's going to be restricted and you're not going to be able to do yeah. stuff like I, I feel like. Disney can use different things as incentive and they may say, you know, Hey, because this is a classic resort that's been renewed, maybe there will be an incentive there that, you know, you don't, you can still use it at the, the core, the core, uh, DVC resorts, right? Like, yeah, that makes sense. Or, and maybe they'll do something in between. Maybe they'll start, you know, and actually, Oh, I, I, I of course, you know, we, we forgot about the, um, what's the, what is that thing called that they're doing with Fort wilderness? The, the cabins. No, no, not the trust. Yeah, the trust. Yeah, well, they haven't mentioned the trust yet, though, with four builders. It's just it's still kind of rumored, right? But but that that's on the table too. Is that maybe they'll all get folded into the trust, and it'll have the same restrictions uh, a resale, but maybe you won't have, or maybe because it'll be in the trust, it won't have the limitations of being a standalone resort. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, Trevor. So we have three topics that I actually put on the rundown. I think we should okay. choose one of them to talk about. So the, the options Where's are... the third one? Oh. So, uh, yeah, the- so we have Boardwalk Villas refurbished room pictures. 
which is, you know, a DVC topic. We have mm-hmm. 50, it says Galentine's Day gifts, okay, for, for Disney Minnie Mouse fans. I feel like that's my least likely to pick. And then we have uh, a foodie guide, which, you know, I always like talking about food, as I've said many times in the show. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? Which which one do you want to cover? Hmm. It's tough, right? <clears throat> um, okay. <laughs> Photos of the boardwalk refurb room, or actually, okay, I'm, I'm still... I'm on the fence with the yeah. Hmm? We could talk about that one and the food if we want to. Okay, I, yeah, the the food. I'm not. I know it's celebrate soulfully. Tw- I'm I'm not feeling the the soul food. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fair. yeah. So so let, let's talk about the Boardwalk Villa refurbed rooms. Then. All right. Yeah, this is some DVC news, right? And, so and and it's not okay. So so the Galentine stuff. It's all Minnie Mouse yeah, stuff. I feel like. Stuff. I feel Tom and I are not the people to talk no. about Minnie Mouse. It was apparel. a rough week for for news and and for topics. Yeah. Uh, I'm and, just telling you that right now. Um, yeah, and <laughs> and and I I am not the person to to rate you know whether Minnie Mouse stuff looks good or not. It all looks the same to me, and I'm going to catch hate for that. My wife is going to kill me for saying, yeah, that. probably. She loves yeah. Minnie. Yeah, no, um, she but should. I don't. She be true. It, it's not my thing. <laughs> So these pictures of Boardwalk, I love Boardwalk. I, a lot of people love Boardwalk. I know you you haven't stayed at Boardwalk, but mm-hmm. um, Boardwalk is in the midst of a uh, the hard good, goods refurbishment, which is basically they replace pretty much everything in the room, right? So, um, and and so we've, we're getting some first pictures now. They've redone the flooring, the cabinets, the tile, bathroom furnishings, um, and then they also put in the pull down Murphy beds, which I think at this point it's. Every time they do a refurb, they're putting in those pull down Murphy beds because, listen, they're way more comfortable than those pull out couches. And they're they're a hundred times better than yeah. the old pull out couches. Yes, absolutely. So, and and I think DVC DVC members have very much spoken on that one. Like, we want those in all the rooms. Make it happen, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So they're they're and they're doing it right. I mean, they're they're putting them everywhere for the most part. So. Um, but I have to say, looking at these pictures, uh, and you know, having stayed at Boardwalk before, it's I, it's got the same vibe to it. It's um, I really like some of the art that they have in here. There's some really cool art, mm-hmm. um, you know, and especially art of like uh, the last time we stayed there, we had a room that overlooked the little green area right uh, on the backside of the uh, the front of the lobby of the resort. Where they do like they do movies and stuff like that. What the backside of the front of the lobby? Did I say the front? I said the backside you, of the lobby. You so, said the backside of the front of the lobby. <laughs> well, it's it's weird because the I yeah. the front of the resort is not yeah. the front of the resort to me, right? Like right. because I'm so used to coming into it from the boardwalk side, right? Like so, it's almost the that's the front of the resort to me, you know. Um, <laughs> but I yes, yeah, yeah, it's on the backside of the lobby. There's like the big green area where they do like movies and like people will sit out and stuff like that. And so, like, they have a really kind of cool picture of uh, Mickey and Minnie having a picnic in that area. So, uh, I think that's pretty cool. Um, I I like, I, you know, it just has this a really nice beachy vibe to it. I know a lot of people don't love the recent refurbishments because they feel like they're taking like the the Disney flair out of things. Um, but you know, this looks nice to me. Yeah, the, these. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They they don't always have the Disney vibe to them, but there is. There is still flair in these rooms and there is, I think the biggest thing is that these rooms are way more functional. Like like you said, you know, you know, the Murphy bed is the prime example of that. that, hundred percent. You know, you know, when, you know, as much as I know I'm going to a Disney room, I also don't want it to be a Disney room, but a room that I can't be comfortable in. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, and, and I noticed the, um, I'll have to check this when I, when I'm at the poly, but I never noticed that. Uh, so the coffee table in front of the Murphy bed, pulls that up. it, yeah. it <laughs> yeah, pulls up to like a proper, like a, a table where like, you I think I've only so seen you, that. I think I've only seen that at boardwalk. I don't know if I've seen that anywhere else. Well, I'm, I'm going to check this when I'm at, uh, when I'm at, uh, the Polynesian, if they're, cause me, I never thought to check the, the coffee table, if it would do something like that. It is pretty um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I, I like having the, uh, b- because again, it's, it's also the thing like, you know, during the day you want somewhere to eat or, you know, you know, you want, you, you know, you can put the Murphy bed up and you can eat at, eat right uh, you know, sit on the couch and eat. And so you don't have to, you know, be, <laughs> be, <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's just more functional space, right? Like you don't, you don't have to be like, trying to find somewhere for everyone to eat, especially if you got a bunch of people in the room, like you, you, it's not that, you know, one person's eating at the the bathroom counter because there's nowhere else to eat. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I don't have anything else. I, I think we can probably wrap this up this week. I mean, happy 250th episode. We, I mean, I think we are going to do something to celebrate the, uh, what is it? Sixth year of the the podcast? Yeah. The sixth year anniversary in April? Um, in April. Yeah. So we'll probably, I mean, I know we said we were going to do a live show for the holidays and then never materialized. I understand that was our fault. We just got busy um, and we just didn't have a chance to get it done. And so, uh, you know, as much as we wanted to do it, it just didn't happen. Um, but we will plan one for, I think, the uh, for the, the, the anniversary of the show. Uh, I can't believe it's been six years. It's kind of crazy to me, but, you know, it's been six years. So, um, yeah, so I, but thank you for, you know, everybody that's listened for that long. That's great. I mean, 250 episodes is a long time. I feel like most podcasts are gone by, you know, before episode 100. So the fact that we've lasted this long is, uh, is great, you know? Yeah, it it definitely, it, I I think, you know, hopefully for anybody listening, you know, that we're in this for the long haul at this point, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, you know, we, we're, we're still enjoying ourselves. And and that that was the whole reason that this podcast got started was because, you know, we, we all wanted to do this and, and it was fun. So, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're excited that, that, that we're coming up on six years and, you know, you know, this contest that we started, we're, we're going to start, doing more stuff like that. It's not going to be the same thing all the time. We're going to try some different things. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I think that's, you know, we have to keep the podcast interesting. So, you know, hopefully you guys will come along with us and see, you know, we'll see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's all right. wrap it up. <clears throat> okay. So, um, yeah, as usual, if you guys want to reach out to us about anything, you can always find us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love getting your questions. You know, we like we read them out on the show. Um, we love hearing from you guys on your own trip reports or, you know, people ask us questions and stuff. We, we just we love talking to you guys. So you can always find us there. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. So, you know, lots of places to follow us there. Uh, on Facebook, you can also find our group, which is called Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. We got... Uh, you know, it's one of the better Disney groups out there. We, people post memes in there all the time. There's discussion about the shows there. So a lot of our listener questions come from there. So if, uh, if you're looking for a group of, of people that talk about Disney, we, we've seen a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of the posts in there, you know, people asking questions about their trips, you know, trying to figure stuff out. Um, it's a great place to just, you know, not just 
talk with us on the podcast, but talk with a lot of other people that are just as passionate about Disney. So if you're passionate about Disney, come join our group and uh, and hang out with us for a little while. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. You can check out our different merch there. So we, we've got uh, shirts and fanny packs and mugs, um, you know, all kinds of different stuff that, that you can get that, uh, you know, has the Welcome Home Podcast logo on it. And uh, if you'd rather, you can also go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and support the show through Patreon. Patreon has a different um, version of our logo and it's exclusive to Patreon. And also uh, all of our Patreon supporters get access to the Discord server, which is yet another place that we, um, you know, we have similar conversations, questions come out of there. Um, it's just, you know, it's another platform that uh, that we love uh, talking with our listeners. So, um, you know, if you'd like to get on that, you know, please check out our Patreon. Last but not least, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review because it helps more people find the show. And, uh, you know, you can also leave us a review on iTunes because... You know, iTunes will let you do that. I don't know why Spotify doesn't let you leave reviews, but uh, yeah, you know, we, we love we love seeing your reviews on uh, on iTunes, and we'll read them out on the show if uh, if you want to share your thoughts about it. I I was I was trying to say, but I was on mute. They they do let you leave a star review on on Spotify, just not oh, actual words. So yeah, that's that's what I mean. They'll yeah, only let yeah. you leave a, a star review, but you know, I'd I'd love to hear people's feedback on there. But apparently, you can only do it through iTunes. I, I will say we did get a recent review, uh, a five star review um, of the uh, from uh, Micus or Mike you whatever it is, and uh, it's it's a shrugging emoji for five, with five stars that says almost as good as Golden Button Detours. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, mm. I listen. I don't care if you say that. I'm fine with it as long as it's five stars. That makes me happy. <laughs> yep. All yeah. good. All good. You, you can say that all you want. Uh, so don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, which is going away, by the way. I believe Google Podcasts are all shifting to uh, to uh, YouTube Music. So um, if you're listening there, you might have to find a new way. Um, but <laughs> mm-hmm. by the way, Apple Podcasts is going to have uh, automatic uh, transcripts, too, of our, our show now, too. Uh, that's a new thing that they're instituting. So, um, yeah interesting uh you can find our podcast in apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon music tuna stitcher spotify youtube youtube music just about any podcast app available you can find us uh just a reminder to our listeners welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the Walt disney company and as such all opinions expressed on the show are our own so please consult a dvc representative or disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today a huge thank you to our sponsor dvc resale market and uh, world of dvc uh as usual for sponsoring this show and sponsoring this episode please check them out for your dvc needs uh join us next time for more disney park discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awol the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair How she can cuddle Is no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl